I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Welcome to this Wednesday episode of Live Mike, number 249. Pretty good. 250 will be the last episode of the year. You and I will have a chance to hang out for a little while tomorrow afternoon, and then uh, I'm taking a break for the rest of the year. We'll be back at it next Monday, of course, and you and I will venture off into 2021 with our eyes open and optimism soaring, hopefully, as what uh, (laughs) some have said coming after the worst year imaginable 2020. Too bad. Uh, So listen, on today's program, we're covering so much ground. In just a moment, we're going to have a look at something announced by Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell just moments after my program yesterday. I floated an idea or just a a thought, a speculation. What if uh, the president were to ultimately get his way and do it through a piece of legislation introduced in the Senate, which would tie the $2,000 direct payment to qualifying Americans with that desire on the part of the president and many others to do away with Section 230 of the Communications Act, which allows for certain protections for some of the big social media companies? When I shared that idea yesterday, I thought that was just like out of left field. And honestly, as a as a radio talk show host, sometimes you you have to really reach for stuff to fill the two and a half hours you are expected to fill each day. I never I never believed, honestly, that that would actually become reality. But so it was moments after the program wrapped up yesterday A piece of legislation was introduced by Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, which did three things. It it called for $2,000 in direct payments to qualifying Americans. It also did away with Section 230 of the Communications Act. And it called for a commission to be assembled to study election law here in the and election procedures here in the United States. There's no chance you don't think that Mitch McConnell and his team were like listening to the program, do you? And thought, hey, that loudmouth in Salt Lake City, he's got an idea. I don't know. I'm not so delusional that I'd think that was the case. But uh, if you look at the timeline, it's pretty interesting. Yesterday, it was you and I chatting about that as a possible strategic move in terms of Moving forward, you see, Mitch McConnell has a difficult task on his hands right now. He, for the first time in a long time, is dealing with a divided caucus. The Republicans in the Senate are not all on the same page. They're not in lockstep, as they often are. There's great division as to, you know, who feels what, who's willing to do what, who's willing to support what. And... It has great implications on to, uh, as far as what happens in the future, particular uh, next presidential cycle. Anyway, back to what was said on the floor of the Senate just as we were wrapping up the program yesterday. Here is McConnell in his own words describing the three elements that he's combined into one piece of legislation. 
right now in the United States Senate. During this process, the president highlighted three additional issues of national significance he would like to see Congress tackle together. First, as he explained, the president would like further direct financial support for American households. Second, is the growing willingness on both sides of the aisle to at least re-examine the special legal protections afforded to technology companies under Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, including the ways it benefits some of the most prosperous most powerful big tech firms. And the third subject, since every American, regardless of their politics, should feel the integrity of our democracy is beyond reproach, is exploring further ways to protect the sanctity of America's ballots while continuing to respect the federal government's limited role in standing behind state and local government who actually run elections. Those are the three important subjects the president has linked together. This week, the Senate will begin a process to bring these three priorities into focus. We'll begin a process to bring these three priorities into focus. What do you think? Is it appropriate to combine these? There is uh, a faction of the party on board with the $2,000 in direct payments. There are uh, more who are on board with the idea of abolishing the protections afforded big tech companies in Section 230 of the Communications Act. There are many who also believe that there is at least reason to look into allegations of fraud and to do so with the resources of the United States Congress. Should all of those measures be combined into one piece of legislation? That's the first question to ask, and it's certainly the question that uh, members of the United States Senate have to be asking themselves right now of both parties. This is not a foregone conclusion by any means. This is not something that uh, you, most members of Congress are going to look at and say, oh, easy choice. No. Democrats aren't on board with abolishing Section 230. And while Most Democrats are on board with the $2,000 in direct payments to Americans. Not so in the Republican Party. It's divided. In fact, Senator Romney, Utah's own Senator Romney, has uh, expressed some hesitancy to support something like this, saying, well, you know, we're going to have to pay for this at some point. This isn't free money. His quote, we can't just have free money. And if you think back a few weeks when Senator Romney and others in his bipartisan coalition came together to introduce that $908 billion proposal. If you remember, when that was first uh, uh, presented to us, it did not include any direct payments to Americans. Now, Senator Romney did ultimately support the legislation, the relief package, which was combined with government funding. He supported that. Senator Lee didn't. Congressman McAdams did. Representatives Stewart and Curtis did not. Congressman Bishop, as you know, still recovering from uh, his medical situation, a mild stroke, what wasn't in Washington to cast his vote. Uh, so we don't know where he stands on that. Uh, I could guess, certainly. I think he'd probably be in line with Curtis and Stewart. Uh, but he didn't vote, so we don't know. Uh, what happens next? What happens next? What would you advise your senators to do? I have reached out a number of times to Senator Lee's office. Uh, He unavailable for comment. I was hoping to get him on the program today, but he in transit can't join us. Unsure exactly where he stands. It's odd. Does Does the temptation to abolish Section 230 bring some of those Republicans who are hesitant to support the $2,000 in direct payments. Does that bring them around? Don't forget, $2,000 is going to end up costing some 
Americans down the road, our kids, grandkids, almost half a trillion dollars, 400 and some odd million billion dollars is the price tag to issue $2,000 in direct payments to Americans. What would you advise your senator to do? Do you feel strongly enough about Section 230 to swallow $2,000 in direct payments? And then, if you are on the other side of the coin, if you are one who believes that $2,000 is absolutely necessary and vital for the continuation of our economy and our society and the (laughs) financial well-being of Americans, are you able to vote for it while swallowing the pill of the abolishing of Section 230? That's a decision that's going to be had to be made. And they need 60 votes to do it. What would you advise? 57500. That is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. We're going to take a break right now when we return. And I'm so sorry to do this because, man, this time of year, we're not supposed to be saddled with the headaches of senatorial procedure and process. No. Most other years, Congress has called it, call it quits. And you and I just get to enjoy uh, making resolutions with one another, having some fun. But no, we continue the conversation stemming from the United States Congress. Next up, Josh Hawley says he will object to the confirmation of the electoral votes. What does that mean? We'll detail it next on Live Mike. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.